Kiora, culture everyone. Welcome to Queensland Life Podcast. Um, I'm here in this lovely space in Wanaka with Alice Harold, who is a luxury jewelry designer, um, mum to a nine-year-old and an eight-year-old. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> How are you? I'm, I'm pretty good, thanks. Now, I always start this interview by asking everyone, how are you and how are you? Staring at you intently. And you can answer that however you want to. Um, I'm actually really bloody excited because I've just moved into my new space in Monica. So it was kind of my lockdown baby. Um, and it was all thought, you know, very carefully prior to lockdown. But so I got to have the luxury of really planning it, drilling into it. And I've just moved in this week. So a few, a few teething um, interior kind of things still to come, uh, European things being held up. But uh, we, we're here and it's, uh, it's, yeah, super excited to be here. So I'm good. I'm genuinely good. Good. It is. Smile on my face. Your space <laughs> is beautiful. I'm sitting here in these luxurious green chairs, which I'm going to steal and put in my handbag. Um, <laughs> how was lockdown for you? So you were, were you, um, you're, see, Kind of thinking about where you were before lockdown, were you, you were always planning to move into this space yep. and you've been working from home Yep. and then lockdown happened. Mm. So what happened for you? Did everything stop? Uh, so, um, yeah, did it stop? Uh, so I was at a place in my, in my business where I just started with a business coach. Um, I was planning this space and I had a few really creative design clients on. So lockdown for me was bloody amazing because I actually got to have the time to be creative for those clients. Yeah. And the pieces are being made at the moment. One's being made and clients ecstatic. The others, the other two are being made. And so that's super exciting because they're they're the longest bespoke piece, they're the most bespoke pieces I've ever done. Um, and so I had the time to really drill in to that create to that creativity kind of inside you, and that takes time. Um, which was actually quite interesting juggling that with homeschooling, but I, but but I but I but I did that, so that was incredible. I had the time with my business coach um, to take myself away from the daily routine of business and of being a jewelry designer um, to actually just go. Well, who, how do I want to portray myself in this new space? And um, and I redid my website as well, and so. It was incredibly precious. I will never have that time again. Yeah. And what came out of it is uh, a few things. This space, uh, website, several kind of bespoke creations that I'm incredibly proud of, and that have uh, I've just I discovered things about myself. Um, and so yeah, and I've managed to put that on a plate and present it. I suppose so. So yeah. Very precious, also incredibly precious to have that time with my family. Yeah, I know everyone says it, but um, my husband's uh, got an, a gelato business and he hasn't stopped for 10 years. So to have that time with him and he was in his happy place in the garden, building tree houses, you know, it was amazing. And I just walk out with a picnic and the lunch. It was ridiculous. It was a bit, it was a bit, um, oh, I don't know what the word is. Um, bit happy families <laughs> but it was it was it was really like that we had the most incredible weather didn't we yeah we did and so um yeah we just um we live rurally so just to be able to walk out into the paddock and just 
sit and have a picnic lunch amongst the sheep was just quite special. How did you juggle those roles around? Because I'm presuming, like, usually your two go to school, yep. so you've got the whole day. Yep. Did you, did you talk about or navigate those roles together with your partner? Did you sit down and say, how are we going to do this? <laughs> or did you not? No, Fez and I would kind of fly by the seat of pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we go with life and take what comes. We, there's, there is planning, but we're not massive planners. Um, I was very much the creative writing, reading teacher. He was the science and maths. Um, and so we kind of divided it that way and I was like, right, honey, today I need your help with this. Uh, so we got, we quite quickly got into a routine. I've always found, I'm the kind of mum where we had a routine right from when the girls were tiny. Um, but we need that in our lives. We've got two businesses. Yeah. Um, and so you kind of need to have that structure. And so therefore our girls now really, um, relish that structure. Yeah, yeah. And so it's kind of. It's quite a security blanket knowing, right girls, today let's have a look and see what we've got to do for school. And so we were up and I kind of went, right, I can help do this, you can do that, and fish, bash, bosh. So we're all quite independent in our own little pods and uh, Fez would go out into the paddock and do his thing and then come back in for lunch, maths and science. Yeah, because I, I, was, I was like, the day before lockdown, I got this massive sheet of paper up and like drew out this timetable <laughs> and my husband was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, if I do not have this, yeah. I will actually kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know what I'm doing between 9 and 10, 10 and 11, 11 and 12. And, and actually it worked really well. Because yeah. we could throw it out the window, but actually it was on the fridge. And then if you got into a bit of a pickle or you were managing something on your own, you'd go to it and you'd go, right, at one o'clock somebody else is going to take over. Totally. So it was... Yeah, we split the day. We basically just split the day in half. And it was just like, right, I'll, I'll start morning and then lunch, regroup. How's it going? He'd do the afternoon, or he'd just take the kids yeah. for the afternoon and they'd just be out in the paddock. So, um, and then that was, I was finding that I was basically working from like two to six. And I say this and that was like a really good, good chunk of time. Yeah. As long as they were fed. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And look, kids are like that, though, eh? Husband as well. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and I love how you talked about your business coach, because we talked about this before. Yeah. In how, um, I mean, I've learned, I, I'm, my business mind, in inverted commas, is so far removed from how I was a year ago, even six months ago. Things have shifted. I've looked at how I work. I've looked at how I feel about my work, mm. how I feel about myself, um, and the value that you add to certain things, yeah. what that means. Um, did you, did that happen for you during that time, or is that still being something that you're, like, what, did you look back and have you, do you see yourself as being different from the start of that process to now? Um, I think what I discovered, and I also discovered it through my clients, um, is that I've come to appreciate myself more as an artist. And people were coming to me, as I, you know, most of my work is bespoke. And um, this does answer the question, I know it sounds around. No, no, no. But um, it, it goes, so, you have your bespoke clients, and I have—I very much had this routine um, where how I would work with a bespoke client and how I would um, the, the system that I that I use for it. But what I've discovered is actually, well, you know, actually every single client is different, and everything they're asking from me is different. And therefore, because I'm an artist, I can actually—I've got the kind of license to be 
an individual with each of those people. Yeah. And so I'm giving them a much more personalized service as a result. And I'm finding that my approach, the way that I'm uh, starting that initial, the initial chats with them and consultations, the information that I'm getting out of them and therefore the result is just so much more unique. And I think what that is doing is I've, through the process of working with my coach, is that I'm understanding who I am um, on a business level, on a creative level and on a personal level. And they're all so interlinked as we all know. Yeah. Um, but, I, but I suppose I've kind of separated the two before, or three. Um, and so it's, it's about bringing those all into one pod and actually how you present that cohesively for, for a client and how you do that. So um, yeah, I am, I am, I, I'm the same, but I'm diff I understand myself more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I suppose that's what, and, and what he's done is he's, he always says, he goes, I'm, I'm never going, I'm not going to do anything that's not you already. I'm basically just going to drip feed the way forward. Yeah. And so it's, it's all information that I know. Yeah. It's just extracting it at the right time and prioritizing it at the right time. Um, and I think that, and that's been huge for me. When you work for yourself, as you know, you just, there's, there's, there's a to-do list like no other um, because we're all really proactive, self-driving, motivated people. But, um, and I think lockdown actually, especially, could have been really easy to just park that all to one side. Totally. But, what, um, but what I ended up doing is smashing through it. Like there's like, honestly, it was actually quite incredible the amount of work that I got through in that time. And it was just purely from categorizing it and splitting my, my business brain into various categories, like having a creative um, business, financial, um, you know, global, putting, putting, creating pods for all these different segments of my business and of my mind, and then allocating time to them. And that's been huge for me. It totally is. And I, I did an interview just before this, actually, with someone who talked to me about my work and what I've learned. And that thing of, um, we get really stuck in the how. Yeah. Like, how am I going to get to that thing that I want? Mm. But actually, it's just one foot in front of the other. It totally. Like, one little thing yeah. after another, after an, I said to my business goes, so you're actually telling me that I'm just emailing people till I die. <laughs> just like, basically. Which is like, along the way, you'll learn things. And along the way, you'll do amazing work. And along the way, you'll learn things that you hate and things you love. But it's just, it's just doing one task after another, yeah. after another, after another. And then all of a sudden, you go, oh, I'm at the top of that mountain. And there's another mountain over there that I want to go. Well, and that's exactly it. So, I, you know, my website and having this physical presence, this, um, this studio gallery space, they were two massive mountains yeah. for me. And, and so I said to, my, said to my coach about a month ago, well, I've maybe done a few mountains, I need more, I need more, give me some high level stuff. I'm, I'm getting panicked now that I haven't got a mountain to climb. And so we've been kind of discussing what the next steps are and, um, and, and that's, you know, that I think I need, I love challenges, yeah. I relish challenges, that's, that's why I love the design process mm -hmm. and I love problem solving. So yeah, it's all part of it. Your website, 
is beautiful. I actually want to eat the jewels <laughs> that are on there. They look good. It might be quite painful. They look yeah. like fruit. Like they're honestly so delicious. Lovely. And I'm like, ah, and I'm not a big, I was never a big sparkly person. Yeah. Until I tried on a massive, ginormous ring a couple of years ago and randomly in a shop. Someone was like, try it on. And you put it on and you go, like, oh God, I'm really a diamond person. I know. Oh my God, I'm sparkly. I never thought I was sparkly. And you feel different and you feel elevated. You feel special. You, you actually, you feel, you do, it lifts you. It takes you to a new place. Oh, it does. Yeah. So what's the future of jewels with the current situation? Has, has that made it difficult for you? In terms of the global situation, in terms of my personal situation? In terms of getting them, sourcing them, finding... Is that... No, not really. Um, there, were, there was a time when... Um, Sorry, I was looking the window. Um, there, was a, there, was a, there was a moment during lockdown where diamond suppliers weren't being allowed into the vaults and they, you know, there's all been, uh, you know, X amount of people in the workplace, that type of thing, and only shipping once a week. And, um, but it's much easier. Um, it's much easier now. Everything's moving freely, working freely. You kind of can't push things along. It happens. I needed some bespoke, needed some bespoke sapphires cut. As you do. As you do. <laughs> Um, and the only guy who could do them, source them in Bangkok, was in his village 700 kilometres away from, um, from, the, from the place where he was going to cut them. The, and, so, and so it was barely, you know, getting released and getting borders open and things like that. So there have been delays, but at the moment, there's no delays as such. Jewels are bespoke jewels celebration of life is ever more important. Um, clients I'm seeing are still celebrating birthdays, anniversaries, getting engaged. Um, they might just be a bit more conscious about what they're Which, spending. Which is a question I was going to ask you straight after that. Yeah. Are people still, have people's buying, creating habits changed or are they just, are they just more well thought about? Yeah, exactly. They're just, they're very considered. Um, they are pieces generally that I make, uh, you know, heirloom pieces. Then it's yeah. not just like a throwaway. Oh, well, I just you know just need this. Um, it's they are time considered pieces, which is makes that spend ever more special. Clients have um, commented, you know, they might have they might have lost some money in the stock market. Yeah. Um, so instead of spending X, they might be spending Y. Um, instead of um, instead of doing a couple of things, they might be just doing. They might just be doing one. So an engagement and a wedding ring. They might just do the one ring. Um, so there's there's a few different ways around it. People, but people aren't saying no. Yeah. Um, they're still they're still spending. Um, and they're still it. They, yeah. It's just maybe if it was going to be frivolous, it might not be being frivolous now. It's just going to be more classic yeah and, I, and actually I, I would like to think that as humans we consider things now do you know absolutely ever more so and I'd like to think that that's something that I always discuss with my clients yeah. it's not just um it's not just a guy calling up going I need a diamond ring it's actually I love this design um my girlfriend really loves this is it possible to bring that into it and I'm like awesome oh what a sweetheart you thought about that yeah and you want and you want i always try and help people to see that well we're custom crafting something for you so let's make it unique to you what's your story yeah. what do you what's important to you 
So yeah, it's um, they are considered. And jewels, gosh, whether it's a diamond that's over a billion years old, whether it's a sapphire, that you know, they're, they're jewels, the gemstones themselves, yeah. they've got a story themselves, they've got a presence themselves. So you don't, you should appreciate that. I, I'd like to think that my clients um, understand that and appreciate it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And the fact that you're here, like we were just talking about before, the that the design and people creating new businesses in Wanaka, like they're popping up. Yeah. You know, and it's such a beautiful, exciting time to be here and be part of that. Oh, totally. We've got such a strong design community. And uh, in, in design, I mean, you know, whether it's jewelry design, whether it's furniture design, industrial design, architecture, fashion, there's just um, a huge spectrum of ridiculously talented people yeah. who choose to live here and just go, well, why the hell not? And, and Wanaka is becoming, gosh, it's obviously the most incredible place to come, but people are also just going, oh, wow, it's not just a place to go hiking, it's a place to actually see some really cool people and just we're actually working on creating a bit of a design week uh, weekend where we're showcasing the locals behind these beautiful pieces um, to draw people from around New Zealand to Wanaka for not just the tourism side of it and yeah. the extreme things that we do, um, but actually to bring in more of the community and who we are really. Yeah. And, yeah. Exciting. Um, okay, are you ready for your quick fire round? Oh, <laughs> uh, were you the type of girl who did your homework on the first day of the school holidays on the last day? First. No, but that's me. And there's not many of us. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> like, I could enjoy the rest of the day. I, know, that's my my I try and teach my girls this as well. And I'm like, why don't you just tidy your own now? Because then you can like, just chill out no. the rest of the weekend. Yeah. Um, one album you'd listen to for the rest of your life? Oh God, that's hard. Um, is it red or chili peppers? Good choice. Uh, manicure, pedicure, facial. Which one? Oh, manicure. Okay. Uh, favorite cafe to go for a, your favorite hot beverage in Monaco? Uh, Fideli because they do the spiced chai with um, coconut milk. Nice. Uh, where do you like to sit? What's your favorite place to sit? On our deck at home, looking out towards Lake Howell with a gin and tonic in my hands. Oh, nice. Um, hot bath or hot shower? Bath, Joe Malone. Um, country you'd like to visit right now, if you could? <gasps> Somewhere hot. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. I'm so... My skin's going. Please give me some sunshine. A country. You want me... A yeah. country. Um... An island in the Caribbean. Oh, God. Um, watch on your left or right arm. Or do you not wear one? No, right. Take it off today. Are yeah. you right-handed? No, I'm apparently mending that. Um, but I, did, I borrowed my dad's watch for my exams when I was 11 years old. And thank goodness I did, because I put my hand through a glass window mm. the day and it stopped. Just on the watches. Because I'm very lucky. right-handed and right-hand watch, which everyone thinks is a bit weird. I'm right-handed, right. Feels weird. Um, that's a male thing to do. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Um, what brings you joy? Seeing happy people. Simple is best. And a current thing you're watching or reading? 
I am reading such an interesting book at the moment. I've been doing a lot of reading, um, mainly about people who've created huge, amazing, well-known brands like Verve Clico and um, Cartier. And I'm reading one on Gucci and such an interesting story behind it, the brand that I never knew and I'm loving it. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and what are you going to go and do right now? <laughs> don't tell me spreadsheets. I've got this like luxury no. interview. No, it's, it's quite luxury. I'm selecting chains um, for some really cool bracelets that I am designing for Christmas. Nice. Well, Alice, thank you so much for giving up your time you. um, and being in your lovely space. And we will chat very soon. Thank you. Loved it.